0: Our country vowed to never forget 21 years ago, but those words require action. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation has over 80 runs, walks, and climbs across America every year, plus dozens of more golf outings and barbecues you can be part of. There are so many ways that you can take action. Register for an event in your area or volunteer to start one. Do good and never forget by donating $11
1: a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, torg Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? You know, when we were trying to get this podcast off the ground, we had a lot of questions. How do you record an episode? How do I get the show into all the apps people like to listen to? You know, best of all, how do we like to make money off this podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to to podcast right away. In fact, that's what we're doing right now by reading this ad. You know, I like to listen to, to my scary podcast during the week while I'm at work, and man, let me tell you, it just gets me in an extra zone, so I can keep working all day long. So, if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to Anchor.fm/start to join me and a diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's Anchor.fm/start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. And welcome back to another episode of the High Low Sports Podcast. We're back here, DJ Kelsey. We're bringing in our very own Brian Windhorst for the special episode, a much skinnier and much less annoying Brian Windhorst. Devin, how you been, man? Good. How are you guys doing? Fantastic. So if you guys don't know, Devin came out on all our episodes for the NBA uh, season last year. Did a great job, has great insights, but he is a Wizards fan. So we'd be remiss if we didn't ask this question first. Devin, how are you feeling about that trade? Very
2: sad. Um, I was like, I know I was talking to DJ, like he told me it happened. I wasn't paying attention to basketball, and I my day was ruined. I was so upset. I don't think I've ever been this mad about an NBA trade in my life. I was like, at best, this trade is a lateral move. You got Westbrook. And, Wall, in my mind, they're basically the same player. Uh, Wall gives you – I think he passes a little more accurate and shoots a little bit better. But Westbrook is going to out-hustle any person in the NBA just flat out, just on pure. He wants the ball more than anyone else, which is yeah. not a good thing all the time. He will steal the ball from a rookie. And I'm just waiting. <laughs> Poor Denny's going to get the ball from a rebound, and Westbrook is just going to take it from him and run away. So I'm – I'm excited. I was like, we're definitely showtime again, but I feel we've got like six or seven young players that are going to be starting that are young. Yeah. They're young. We've got like Troy Brown, Thomas Bryant, Denny, Rui, and then bonga all young players. And I don't know if Russell Westbrook is going to affect them
1: positively. Yeah. We haven't seen him have much success with young players in uh OKC and then well, they didn't really have anything, yeah, they didn't have anything young in in Houston for him to mess up, so he didn't get that chance. but um, no, this should be interesting to watch going forward. Uh, I know it'll be um one we're all kind of following and, and trying to keep up. All right, so we're talking top fifteen NBA players going into the season today. So Devin, go ahead and get us started. What is your fifteen through eleven?,
2: oh, I'm like looking at my list and I'm changing it right now. Ugh. but um, number fifteen, I got Jason Tatum. Best, probably best player on the Celtics, super young, sky's the limit still, just going to keep getting better. Um, 14, Joel, M- Joel Embiid, 76ers need to figure out what they're doing either. Make the team and base it around Joel Embiid or base it off Ben Simmons, but I got Joel Embiid at number 14. My boy, Bradley Beal, best wizard right now. Number 13, 13 best player in the NBA. Love me some Beal. Uh, Yeah, nothing really else to say there. Um, Number 12, I got good old Booker, Devin Booker. Uh, I was flip-flopping him and Beal. Um, I think they're both monsters. They both play super well offense. Both, yeah, they're number one options for both teams. Um, Gave Booker just a little bit of edge, just just on youth. Uh, And then number 10, I got the beard. and looking at this, I'm just like, man, yeah. But I put I put the beard at number eleven.
0: Huh? The guy who leads the NBA in scoring the last handful of years at eleven kind of
2: surprising.
1: You know, I yeah. got to say, yeah, uh, it doesn't surprise me that there was a little bit of homerism either with that. Uh... Dude, all
2: oh, I, I told you guys, <laughs> homerism. But I mean, for me, like the reason I put be- the
1: beard there
2: is when I think of NBA players, I also think more at, more of just than just scoring. Beard doesn't play defense, and he doesn't make his team better. He shoots the ball. He will drop fifty points any day. Like he will get fifty buckets and ten fouls every day. He will get fouled as many times as possible. But but he'll also ruin his team's flow with that. Um, he won't be. He won't hit the open guy. He won't play defense. So I put him at ten or eleven. Fair enough. I mean, the dude.
0: He's the best scorer in the game. Where did you rate him as far as scores? One, two, three, four, five. Just on pure scoring.
2: Uh, I would put him three, I think. Maybe two. I have to really think about it.
0: So you saw him as a top three or two or three score, but the rest yeah. of it you have dropped him down to nine spots to 11 roughly.
2: Yeah, it's he – he, he might be the worst defensive player in the NBA.
0: Well, well, you take it easy there. There's plenty of revolving doors out there. <laughs>
1: yeah, I don't know there if there's is. any old lays like him, though.
0: <laughs> I don't know. He occasionally makes a play. I mean, he did win a playoff game with his defense last year.
1: That's true, but you know he did prove that there wasn't enough ball to go around between him and Russ. So
0: there are two basketballs is not between him and Russ. I mean that was <laughs> just about to happen.
1: But no, I like the list. I like the Tatum inclusion. Devin Booker, honestly, it would surprise me with how high you have him, but I I respect it. I respect the the gangster. Uh, Devin Booker is is looking good this season, uh, going forward. But uh, DJ, let's see what you got. Fifteen through eleven.
0: I will say I respect the Jason Tatum pick. He was one of my two honorable mentions that just missed out. He was really close. But for me at 15, I got the aforementioned Devin Booker. The explosion in the bubble at the end of the bubble last year. He's always been able to get buckets. He's a certified bucket getter. He worked on his playmaking a little bit last year. His defense is coming up. And I think with a true point guard going into the next year with Chris Paul, that's going to help him get more efficient, better shots. That's going to help DeAndre Aiden open things up. So I think Booker's going to take another big step next year and be like that. He's always kind of a fringe all-star just because his teams always suck. And I think the same, the Suns next year, they're be like, okay, that's a good team, and he's a monster. He's a certified all-star, no ifs, ands, or buts. 14, a guy kind of in a similar boat. I have Donovan Mitchell, the freshly paid Donovan Mitchell. He showed last year in that first round series that they did lose after going up 3-1. That's not a good look, but can't really blame Donovan Mitchell for averaging 39 points on a 48-50% shooting man's an absolute monster. He is that entire team's offense. Your second option is Joe Ingles who can't even jump over a quarter. I mean, you're kind of limited. And Rudy Gobert, whose best career play was blocking the entire NBA season. He's clearly a defensive player at 13. Devin and I had the similar eye to eye with Bradley Beal. I think he's a top two or three, two guard in the league, averaging nearly 29 points per game last year. I think it was, it was a miserable team with literally nothing else to look for. Everyone's like, okay, stop Bradley Beal. We can win by 50. He prevented that single-handedly. He's, I think he's an absolute stud, and I would have liked to have seen him with wall better. I think they had a better chemistry, especially with walls. He's more of a passing type of guard, where Westbrook's an everything guard. I think I think he'll still be fine. Bradley Beal still get his 25 to 30. I think Russ is – he still passes the ball. He still passes kind of like a point guard. He just holds the ball a little bit too long is which I'm not sure about. Bradley Beal will still get plenty of buckets just from catching the wide-open shots. I just want to see Bradley Beal cook people one-on-one more, which I don't know if Russ will let him do. Number 12, I have arguably a top three big man who's on a top three terrible situation, Joel Embiid. And I say that because they have no idea what they're doing by constantly bringing in guys like Al Horford, and Noel. They, they have entirely too many big men, if you want to include Ben Simmons, too, because he's a giant point guard who can't shoot. So they clog the paint. They don't really let him work. He is their three-point shooter to give room for Ben Simmons. It makes no sense. If they would just build kind of around Joel Embiid and he could stay healthy, He's cooking just about any other center. I mean, there's a few other guys we'll probably talk about that are higher up on this list, but Joel Embiid offensively can compete with any of them, and defensively he's not scared. He's kind of a pain in the ass, and when you hear him talk trash, it kind of or you kind of roll your eyes at him. But he's an absolute stud. I think he's, I think he could be the best big man in the game if they built around him a little more cleanly, or if they just used him and Ben Simmons more properly. I don't think you could play them like in today's modern era of drive and kick. You need to run an old school pin down, pick and pop back cuts offense with them, which nobody wants to do because three points is greater than two. So why do that? Number 11 can already smell that getting called the disrespect on this one. I have Luca at 11. He was an absolute exploding monster at the end of last season, similar to Devin Booker. He's a walking triple double in a more natural flow of the game. He can pass. He can't really shoot, but he does make big time shots. He can score at will. He can rebound. But the reason I don't have him in that top three, five, seven area, like I'm sure at least one of you two, if not both of you does, is he can't really play defense. We talk about James Harden is a revolving door. Lucas just, revolves just as fast. And Lucas, he's a terrible outside shot if you look at it. I mean, 30-ish percent from three. He's pretty much a young, early-year LeBron with his limitations. And his free-throw shooting lower to mid-70s isn't very good. I'd like to see him in that 80 to 83-ish range, considering how he attacks the basket. And how guys like Marquis, I think it was Marquis for Marquis Morris, whoever, whichever one was on the Clippers, like to just kind of shove him and throw him, in. Martin Tresero likes to trash him. So I'd like to see Luca just evolve that much on his game. No doubt he's going to be a top five player within two years. But right now I'm going to keep him at 11 with room to grow, and then probably in like th- two months you guys will be making fun of me like we were making fun of Kelsey for leaving him off.
1: I was about to say, yeah, you can't disrespect him any more than I disrespected him last season, um, which I made sure I made up for this season. I'll just go ahead and preface that. But yeah, yeah, you can't, there's no disrespecting Luca. If, if, as long as he's on your list at li- this point, this is, it's more respect than I gave him last year
2: like, I've been that's, on the that's fair. Bus since day one, man.
1: <laughs> I ain't getting You off and the Lamar
0: Jackson, train, give you credit for those two trains. You've driven a couple other trains into the water, but those two you've kept on the track. So.
1: So for my 11 or 15 through 11, 11 through 15, however you want to do it. You know, I gotta say, first of all, you guys had a lot of great picks. You guys pretty much killed off all of my honorable mentions, I'm Joel Embiid, Bradley Bill, Donovan Mitchell, Jason Tatum. Yeah, I left them all off my list. Uh, Do I feel ashamed about it? Maybe just a little bit, but not really. So, number 15 for me, Jamal Murray. You know, we talk about the bubble performance, how well people performed, how much they deserve it. Uh, Look, he's the second best player on his team, but he's about to take a huge step. Uh, He's taken a huge step every season so far, so it's only a matter of time. You know, you talk about performances last year, and even just between the bubble... Or the beginning season in the bubble, he had a huge step. Um, talk about Donovan Mitchell's performance last season. Well, he matched up against Jamal Murray in that crazy series. Absolutely outstanding. Um, couldn't ask for anything better to watch from a, from a standpoint of just two guys going at each other. And you, you know, it's safe to say that he was part of the reason they even got to the Western Conference Finals. He's made the reason, if if you will. Um, if it wasn't for running up against the Lakers juggernaut, but ran out of gas to to get them to the finals. But I mean, you got to say he did did everything in his power to get there. I do, I do like the pick. He was my honorable mention.
0: My only fault with him really is, A, he's the second best player on his team, probably. Might not be at the end of the season. And he needs to be careful what he posts to Instagram. But other than that, he's an absolute stud. You can't really argue with too much
1: there. I think you can say that about pretty much everybody in the NBA at this point, except for LeBron. Uh, they need to watch what they post on Instagram. You guys mentioned Nimble. Devin Booker, um, dude's a stud, absolute stud. Has CP3 to run the offense for him now. He gets, just gets to catch these perfect passes right in the pocket and just jack up every single shot he sees now. Uh, the dude is the current version of a Mamba mentality player, uh, as close as we will see, and he actually plays defense. So, Devin Booker, I have him 14 right now, but honestly he has a very good chance midway through the season to be much higher on this list. Unfortunately, he also has plays for the Suns, so he has a very good chance to fall off this list very quickly. Um, it just kind of depends, but he is – outstanding and i don't you know i see him continuing to take that next step and we all talked about devin booker last season as just kind of that guy you want more from like you want him to have more around him well they got cp3 for him so uh that should be an interesting interesting aspect to, to see just just to teach him a little something about professionalism and and getting over the hump uh number 13 i also went with the wizard here but like i said i left bradley bill off my list uh it's the new wizard russell westbrook You know, you guys kept saying only thing Bradley Bill needs is if Russell will let him do something. Well, that's just it. Russell allows this offense, will allow this offense to move. You know, he's still going to go and steal his way to a triple-double if he has to. He's a stat getter, but unfortunately, I don't think it's going to work well for the team. But as far as just pure overall talent goes, he has it in droves. He just, honestly, he needs to work on his teamwork side of things. Um, Number 12, Kyrie. That's uh, coming off injury, you know. I know he played what two games last season, three games last season before the the break happened. Um, but still, I don't. That's not enough to to really base anything off of. I still don't know how he's going to come back. Um, we didn't see much from him in those two, those couple games he played, so I still don't know what to expect. Plus, he's not even the best player on his own team. Um, but I'll get to him later. I still don't know how either are going to perform with Steve Nash as their head coach you know, Kyrie, Kyrie requires the ball in his hands to make plays. And well, we'll see how that works when you have Steve Nash calling your plays for you. So, um, and number 11, I, do, I went with Devin on this one, James Harden, the beard, uh, he's, he's sitting at number 11. I, I just, he takes, just deflates the ball, bouncing it around. I, I cannot stand watching a team where he's on and, and people call him the best or even an MVP caliber player. Yeah. He gets points. Okay. So does Joe Ingles down at the YMCA, but you know what? It's, it's horrible to watch cause they just dribble the ball out. And literally I lose air pressure every time they get possession of the ball. So um, I, I hate seeing it and talks to him going to the nets. If it goes to the nets, what is he going to do? And then as, as the single player on the, on the rockets, well, you at least can dribble the ball out continuously. But if you go to the nets, I mean, I don't know what I'll see from James Harden. So yeah, it's, it's a tough one. I, I couldn't I couldn't put him any higher, but you know, I, I feel like I've given him credit just just putting him on the list.
0: No love for the thick beard, huh?
1: Look, I can't grow a beard. Did you see this? There's no beard growing right now. It just doesn't happen. I thought I was shoveling out the disrespect. Happy I'm not the only one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just can't. I can't give can't give Harden the love. i talked you know I talked about how much I hate his, his offensive game, and his defensive game is just he doesn't try anymore. So. I'm not gonna give him credit for not trying. I mean he tried what one series last year? That's pretty much it, and it won him a game. So that's that's about that's about it. Uh but moving on. Devin, go ahead with your ten through six. Moving in the top ten now. Okay. So your old number ten. Uh in my opinion,
2: the best true center in the NBA right now. The Joker. Good old Nikola Jokic. I think he is the best true center because Anthony Davis calls himself a power forward. Um, And so I believe he's the best. I believe. Yeah. He has got amazing skills. Uh, He reminds me a similar game to Wes Unseld. Uh, Another big, uh, another big, big guy with passing also reminds me of joking Noah, which is not a good thing to remind you of. I'll say those are two. Turning back the right clock
0: there. and then jumping way back forward on us on that one. Yeah, went all the way back in time and just jumped right back so into this one. The, the
2: two big guys. He reminds me of it. He's passing big guys. Um, uh, Thank so God he doesn't
1: shoot like him.
2: Oh gosh, yeah. Ho- hopefully, hopefully he doesn't. Yeah, have a career like that. Um, but yeah, no. He just does so much for that team. I mean, he's basically that team's facilitator slash point guard. Uh, what he can do, passing the ball in the paint is insane. Um, number nine, I got good old Jimmy Butler. What he did, I mean, the finals, it should have been a bit of sweep. Like, Jimmy willed those wins. Those games were were won because Jimmy willed them to be won. Um
0: I'm surprised you have him so low with that powerful of a will. All
2: right, I know. I know. I mean, the other guys are just so good. And I mean, Luca. I no. <laughs> Uh, And then number eight, got uh, Dame. Uh, I think he is, yeah, one of the best shooters in the NBA. Um, I mean, him and another player, I wish they shot less four-point shots. Uh, Shoot those logos. I mean, but, I mean, they go in. What he does for his team, I mean, last year his team was beaten and bruised. He got them, kept them close enough to get – into the hunt and then got him into the playoffs with not great team and then looked hot. I mean, won a game against the Lakers, but happens. Have everyone and
0: Paul George have entered the chat to complain.
2: <laughs> uh, seven knew I was not talking talk about him. My boy, Luca. Um, he, his, uh,
0: he should have been number one for you.
2: Dude. I, I, I it was hard. It's hard not to put him as number one. Um, I think he's got the second highest basketball IQ on my list. Um, He is just, uh, he's been, he's been a professional. I mean, in the European league forever. Um, So he's got, he's really smart with the ball. He makes really good passes. Uh, He, he makes his team better Uh, and he's still pretty young. He's only going to get better. Uh, Number six, I got Curry. That was a, was a hard one to put. But I was talking about
1: Dame and his logo shots. There's another one, just deep threes for days. They're already talking about having a logo shoot off for the start, you know, for the (laughs) kickoff game of the season. Dude, yes. (laughs) Um, But and I mean,
2: he's got some of the best handles. Um, Like, yes, Curry doesn't play defense, but his team allows him to get so many sneaky steals. It's obnoxious. Like, I hate it. I hate looking at Curry's stat line and see they got, like, seven steals. He's pretty steals much Ed Reed. He
0: just kind of plays center court yeah. and just runs and picks it off.
2: His team's good enough, and, it, like, he can read passing lanes well enough to get those steals, so he's not a complete liability on defense. Uh, you drive at him, he's screwed, but... LeBron yeah. would pay to be,
1: get that much credit for the way he plays defense.
2: Weird. Oh, I, I, I'll give it to LeBron, too. I mean, he, I, it's like, does he read passing lanes like Curry does, though, man? He's got them, them free safety passing lane reads, man. Um,
1: nah, LeBron would love that if he could do exactly yeah. what Curry does, being able to play that backside defense and no, no yeah. pressure added. But yeah, no, he's my he's my number six, Curry. All right, I I mean I, I give you the respect there. That's a that's a heck of a a you know top ten entry right there from ten to six. Um, ooh man, I don't know what you're gonna do for the top five. Did you leave anybody left for the top five? Dude, yeah. <laughs> bunch so of the rest of the Wizards, obviously Thomas Bryant will be in his top five.
2: Dude, Thomas, Kobe, Bryant.
1: <laughs> yeah, DJ, what about you? What's your 10 through six entry?
0: Well, we're just going to stay on the same topic. Is I think he's going to get higher by the end of the season, but right now I have Steph Curry at 10. For no other reason, I think he's a top five scorer in the game, even no matter how healthy he is. Best shooter. If not, he's nah, he's the best shooter. Who will be trying the kid. There's no way around it. He can attack the basket. Well, he can score in any way. His defense, we talked about, he's a free safety. He's not really guarding too much. And now without Clay there for the second year, old, I want to see how they work that out. I mean, is Andrew Wiggins going to play the other guard and lock people up? I mean, what are they going to do in that? I'm curious what happens when he, has to pl- when he has to play those teams where he can't really play free safety. And I think his playmaking is slightly overrated. He's obviously not trash. He's not a James Harden where he beats the ball. But I think his assists come in like this, where they just swing the ball around the outside like San Antonio used to do just the kind of the flow of the offense, which there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying, I don't think he's quite like what John Wall or Russell Westbrook and some of those guys do. when they create assists like Steve Nash used to do like organic assists. Is there just kind of flow of the game? That guy's wide open or they, everyone sprints at him. He's like, well, okay, I'll just drop it and someone else will pick it up and shoot. And when you're passing it to clay, that's a guaranteed bucket basically. So I think Curry's going to be probably in the top seven. If he's healthy this season, right now I have to put him a coming off a near full season of not playing then coming back without your partner in crime, your sidekick. It's hard to put him too much higher until I see more still top 20 player of all time. Just not quite. We need to see more number nine, arguably the best true center. Jokic. Devin kind of hit all the, hit all the nails on this one. Best passing big man, probably the best shooting big man. That's not a stretch for like, or Robert Lopez, who just, not Robert Luke, Robin Lopez, not Robin. Which what's his name? What's Lopez? brooke Lopez. Correct. Yeah. Just kind of yeah. Just sits in the corner and snipes threes at forty-eight percent for no reason. But I think get could do literally everything. He played point guard for them when they were having the issue at the start of the bubble. So I mean, he could do everything for you. Number eight, Logo Lillard, Dame Lillard, probably the best one in the game, depending on how you break down positions. With his ability to score, his ability to play make, not a great defender by any means as well, but a little bit ahead of guys like James Harden and Steph and his ability to stay in front of people pretty good at getting steals. And he's probably got one of the top three clutch genes in the game, the way he hits these game winning shots. So I got logo Lillard at eight, arguably the he'll be the first team all pro point guard probably for this year, not for first team, all NBA point guard, depending on how people bounce back this year seven. I got the dramatically disrespected beard on here because of his ability to drop 45 at any given moment, no matter how hideous it looks. And he can still get you 10 assists. I mean, he has a 60-point triple-double. As inorganic as it isn't, he's still capable of doing it. More or less what he's capable of doing is why he's here, even if it doesn't necessarily help the game at all times. But when he does go off for 45, 10, and 8, they usually win. It's so the game's where he gets 30 from 18 free throws that they don't win. Then he has 15 turnovers with it. So we'll see where he goes. If he stays on the Rockets with Wall, I'm curious how he handles playing off the ball because I think he'll be better off the ball if he's willing to do it. More efficient. Less assists, better points arguably too. We'll see if he's willing to do that. I have no idea what's going on there though because he looks like he wants out. We'll see. And then number six, I got Jimmy Butler, the probably the hero at the end of the finals last year, single-handedly taking two games from the Lakers basically with just pure gangsterness. He's always been kind of a top 15 player because of his ability to be a two-way guy. But when you're on the 76ers, you're on the Timberwolves, you're on those Bulls teams, he never got a full chance to show it and to be the guy because in Minnesota's surrounded by children who didn't really want it. And with the 76ers, that was just kind of a mess. They underachieved with him. So with Jimmy in Miami, bam, out of bio, kind of running point center, Tyler hero, just being Tyler hero and all the shooters that got around him. I think we saw what Jimmy is capable of. And it was one hell of a run. I, Weirdly enough, Miami was not that big of an underdog going into the finals when by betting lines because of what they saw Jimmy doing leading up to there. so i got jimmy buckets jimmy butler he needs the never grow beard again jimmy butler at six and i think he can go up really quickly or down really quickly this season we'll have to see how he continues off of that last performance
1: Uh, you know i love that choice i love jimmy butler but uh, i almost accidentally left it off my list and he makes an appearance in this section but i made sure i fixed it i made sure i fixed it i literally forgot because he looked like a, a different man in the play in the bubble he was just like Who's that shaggy hair guy over there? And then it's like, oh, that's Jimmy Butler. Okay, never mind. Now he's all clean cut, and he looks like the former face of Jordan, now the face of Lee Ning. So I don't know. Good pick. Good 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 choices. Interesting choices, but good choices. I also feel like you guys both stole my list, um, especially Devin. It's literally almost word for word, uh, exactly what I just picked on ten through six. So mine will be pretty quick. Uh, number ten, the Joker, Jokic, Nikola Jokic. Um, he, he's the reason Jamal Murray is allowed to do what he does playing off the ball. He's a, he is the point man on that team. You get the ball, get in the ball, quick, easy dish outs. He, he honestly is probably one of the few centers to ever play in the game that will have 10 assists before he'll get his 10 points in the game. Um, and it's, he has an easy double, double every game. And it's quite literally just, well, does he decide to get rebounds if he gets a triple double? um so it's he has an all-around game honestly that's the one complaint i have about him though play big be a big man get rebounds that's all i ask please please Jokic, get more rebounds uh number nine jimmy butler um also by the way he's just started dating selena gomez so we'll see how that affects him he shaved his beard and decided to date one of the hottest women in the world so bravo to you sir um have fun in miami i changed my mind He's
0: now number one now that i know that i didn't know that before so i'm moving him to number one (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> and uh, he just signed a, a deal with leaning as well to take over as the face of leaning, which by the way, his best friend Dwayne Wade was the former face of leaning. So dude's working, you know, pulling up all aces right now. It's uh fantastic what he's able to do. And honestly, when he focuses on basketball and he plays his heart out, it, literally there's nothing to stop this man. And you give this man an actual series and not a rush series, like what he had to deal with in the, the bubble last year. I don't think we see him exhausted in game two of the finals, I think we see him able to, able to hold it all, all the way through that, that series. And it's a better series. Um, number eight. Yeah. I, like I said, I made up for my Lucas thing, or at least I thought I made up for my Lucas choice. And then Devin over here puts him number seven, but no, number eight, Luka Doncic. Uh, yeah. Still, he's Luka. He's magic. It's the magic man. I don't know what else there is to say about him the way he just kind of, Floats around the top of the the arc with the ball. It doesn't really make sense for a man that's six foot, what, seven, six foot eight. Something like that. Plus, he has the unicorn to play with. Now he's actually going to get a bunch of assists. I mean, look, it's – talk about a guy with a future in the league. Lucas, he might challenge for an MVP this season again and might actually get it this year. Um, So he's easily one guy that that can climb on this list. Um, But I think he has some competition with my number seven pick dame uh you know yeah dame is dame dame dollar is is that's cash money I, I want him all day long if i'm picking a point guard you're exactly right dj he is probably the number one point guard actual true point guard even though he still puts up 30 points uh but he makes sure he gets his team going with his he's efficient on offense and he gets his team going and that's what i need from a point guard and his defense i mean outstanding it helps having cj mccollum to take some of the pressure off of you as a you know as a, as a star but look he's what he's able to do without CJ McCollum, what he was able to do with him what was able to do without half of his team. At one point in time, you can't, you can't complain that complain from, from a standpoint at all for a fan. Um, and he's a guy you just kind of root for as well. He, uh, does everything right on and off the court. So, um, Dan, and again, he's another guy I could see shooting up this list pretty easily. And number six, the best shooter in the game, the best shooter, I think the NBA has ever seen, uh, Steph much better shooter than his, well, at least than his brother, but, Probably about the same on par with his uh, with his dad back in the day, at least as far as how smooth his motion goes. Um, able to score off everything anywhere on anywhere on the court. It's He's a walking bucket. Uh, it's not fair. I don't know where he practices these shots that he thinks he's going to shoot from 75 feet, but some reason he shoots from 75 feet regularly and he goes in. I don't get it. Never understand it. Um, we'll see how he does with James Wiseman stepping into that Clay Thompson role this season um that rookie might have a huge season coming out, you know coming into that clay thompson role but he's not going to be as much of a bucket um but we'll see i don't know i it, it's gonna be fun to see steph curry now that he has you know andrew wiggins on the team uh james wiseman they also got um auto porter i think or no kelly Oubre. kelly Oubre is the uh the new addition so that'll be that'll be interesting to see um but yeah number six steph curry so that'll be a that'll be a fun one i guess you know Well,
0: wow, i guess i'm the one disrespecting steph today sorry guys
1: Hey, <laughs> can't disrespect I just, the chef
2: I, I gotta figure out who I need to call about someone stealing my list and look I don't want to hear it
1: you're going furry I mean jeez my goodness man this is not fair you can ask DJ I made my list like a hmm, couple hours <laughs> on the fly
0: well I guess our lists are about to get real similar since we all seem to have probably the same top 5 players which it's almost blasphemous not to have these top 5 guys so question is yeah, exactly. did you guys copy my order this time or not
1: nah I, I don't think I did it this time but then again, who knows? Probably. But before we get back to that, guys, real quick, we're going to hear a message about our new new sponsor, Fanatics.com. If you didn't hear, we did just partner with Fanatics, so check out the link that's going to be in our bio and then on Hinge SN, and take a listen to this message, and we'll be right back. What's up, everybody? It's Kelsey from the High Low Sports Podcast. You know, if you missed the brand new news, we have partnered with Fanatics.com. So if you're in the market for a brand new t-shirt, brand new hoodie, brand new jersey, no matter the team, no matter the player, no matter the sport, Fanatics.com is your place to stop. Not only does this help support our podcast, but it helps support the entire Onion Sports Network. Check the link in our bio or go to onionjessn.com. I'll be having a DJ in the high-low sports podcast. See ya. And welcome back. As you just heard, we just partnered with Fanatics.com, so, you know, Really, really great gear, great a lot of great sales. And it's ironic because now we're going to the top five of all of our list, and these are honestly guys that you probably have a jersey of or you've probably thought about buying a jersey. If uh, you've missed it so far, Devin and I pretty much have the same list from 11 through 6, and DJ's throwing a little spice in there um, and some, some disrespect towards the chef. But, DJ, what do you have to say for yourself?
0: Well, I mean, you're the one who's kind of the king of disrespecting players around here. I mean, you said Luca was a bust, so we'll see.
1: Oh, hold on now. I didn't say he was going to be a bust. I just wasn't expecting a rookie player to ever challenge for an MVP. I mean, the last time we saw that was, well, really never. It was his second rookie, year. Yeah, it was his second year. Eh, who cares? Same thing. Doesn't matter. He's still a young buck.
0: Just wall up in your own self-pity for a little bit.
1: I'm just going complete ignore, to completely ignore this and pretend that it didn't happen. And Devin, I you can go ahead. Like your...
0: Devin's turn. Let's start at number five, <laughs> while Kelsey Wallace in his pity for a little bit.
1: Devin, go ahead
2: and give us your top five. So I'm gonna preface my entire list with this was so close. Like I really. Oh couldn't. boy,
0: here comes Dwight Howard.
2: Dude, it was it was a um, just razor thin differences, really changing five to one. I mean, it could be it was very small in my mind. So I'm gonna start with number five, and I'm gonna put Kevin Durant. Um, I, I had him up to one at one point and then I think, he, yeah, he ended in five. Um, I haven't seen him play in so long. I've kind of forgotten what Kevin Durant looks like when he plays. I know last time I saw him, he was one of arguably the best scores and he was also a defensive monster when he went to golden state it completely changed. Um, I'm hoping to see that again. And he may move up this list up from five. But he he looks like Groot,
1: by the way. That's what he looks like when he plays like Groot.
2: (laughs) But I just couldn't put him any higher. It was really hard. Uh, Four, I had Anthony Davis. Um, Yeah. What he did, he was just, he was a monster. He he played so well. Um, He really, I mean, if if the finals would have been a little different and he would have taken charge a little bit more, I probably would have put him higher. but so uh, I just put him at four. Number three, well, King James, LeBron at three. Um, yeah, people are going to be telling me the disrespect. Um, he he was one of the best players. He should definitely was in that MVP conversation, and it wasn't as close as it should have been. Um, but I just in my mind, just telling me LeBron three, Yeah. He is. He's everything. I mean, you, you super to the King. You've heard us talk about him before on who's better on Mike, Michael Jordan and LeBron. I mean, you can't take anything from the man. He is one of the greatest, greatest of all time. One of the greatest of all time.
1: looks like you Uh, took the top spot from him is what you did.
2: I did. I, 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 I pushed it. I did the the Simba thing. I just let go off the cliff. Okay. uh, Robert Baratheon over there. (laughs) Um. Number two, I had Kawhi Leonard, the claw, Uh, been a fan, Um, been on the Kawhi is the best player in the NBA when he was with Toronto, and I stayed with it. I had to take take a deep look at myself and really think, is he the best? And I said no, and then I put Giannis at number one, but, and I mean, Giannis speaks for himself, defensive player, MVP. Uh, he's not going to sign the con, not signing an extension, and he's
1: going to go to Golden State next year. So let's be excited. Or Boston this year, who knows?
0: Or the Nets? The- I mean, it's fine.
1: Just- that thirty million dollar, you know, <laughs> trade exception they have. Let's not go to the Nets. <laughs> I feel like as a Wizards fan, both of the teams we just mentioned are literally the literally worst things you can imagine. But he needs to go to the West. Like that's just. No, he doesn't. He needs to stay in the East. Go to go that away. I don't want. I don't need another another super team in the West to to ruin my Kings. Just,
2: he's
0: just go, go to Miami. Just do what everyone else does.
2: He's gonna go. He's gonna go to Florida, or he's gonna go to California. I want him to go to California.
1: I mean, he can go to Sacramento. That'd be fantastic. It's a lot like Minnesota, or a lot like Milwaukee. I hear. Never yeah, been to Milwaukee, to game, so be
0: that guy. Just go to the Knicks, be that guy and say, Weird. I will transform the Knicks. Just up even if you never win a championship, that ups your gangster by at least fifty points.
2: I mean okay, the Carmelo. Wizards are looking just as bad as the Knicks. He could go join the Wizards. We need we need
1: somebody. Nobody wants to go to Washington, Nobody let's be honest.
0: The Nobody wants to play with Russell Westbrook. Even Bradley Beale's sitting there like, ah, damn, fine. I'll say the right things, but I miss John.
2: There. And Durant's from, from D.C. area, and he didn't even want to come to us.
1: Exactly. He'd rather go to Brooklyn and be the other team in New York than than be number one team in New York or be in Washington. So that tells you something. Uh, but, yeah, that was, that was a pretty spicy list, I got to say. Uh, LeBron over at number three. AD at number four, even though they're coming off the championship win. Giannis, not even sure where he's going to play at this year. Ooh, all right. All right. I respect it. I respect it, though. DJ. Where you at.
0: Well, you list everything with his list that, but you missed the biggest problem. Is Ky Jelly at number two? I have Kawhi Leonard at number five. He doesn't. He plays one eighteenth of the season, and he just choked away a three to one lead with a significantly superior team. And he played like dog poop down the stretch. He had a couple of big games, but if any of these other guys did what he did, they'd be get he'd be getting chastised relentlessly. But it seems like people want to overlook the fact that the Clippers choked. They're not getting reamed nearly as bad as like when the lake when the Heat lost to the Mavericks, for example, or when LeBron lost to the Warriors, or when the Warriors lost a 3-1 lead. So Kawhi, because he's Kawhi somehow, and is completely absolved of all criticism, no one is talking about the fact that he is the primary cog of a team that gave up a 3-1 lead. And don't be wrong, way way off P did not help things at all. He was pretty terrible too, but Kawhi, it's Kawhi's team. You can't let that happen. It's because so of, of the laugh video from the
2: Raptors. Everyone forgives him because of the laugh video from the Raptors.
0: Well, that, that's fine and dandy, but I, he no one was laughing after he up that 3-1 to one lead. That was a Clippers fan.
1: He's, so he's I'm only a board man. He's not a point man. Do you remember that?
0: Board man gets paid, and well, he got paid, so I need more boards. So Kawhi at number five, he'll probably climb up if he has a bounce back. Season. Number four, who I think might actually be number one at the end of the season, but I'm putting him at four right now going in, is Anthony Davis. He was arguably defensive player of the year last year. If it wasn't for LeBron having a really good last two games, he probably was finals MVP, too. He's arguably bubble MVP when you include everything, the, the play-in games and all the playoffs. He was their number one option. he You've seen his game literally grow with LeBron. Now he's shooting mid-range. He's shooting outside. He's bringing the ball. He's a complete player now. Just being around LeBron has turned him into that guy, kind of like when LeBron was around Dwayne Wade. You saw LeBron take that next step. And I think Anthony Davis is going to take that next step and turn into we're all going to brow down to him. He's going to be the new king, basically, is how I see this going. Number three.
1: I did not just say brow down. Hold on. Can we back this up for a second? Can we I'm get a marketing plan on brow down, guys? Can we get that trademark? Because uh, we said it here first. We said it
0: here. I, I'm pretty sure that's been said several times since 2012 when he burst onto the scene. But I digress. Number three is another guy I can see jumping up to number one if he's healthy and his ape and the team isn't a disaster. Kevin Durant, best scorer in the game, six feet eleven, can shoot from anywhere, can drive the ball. Help defender like Devin, he's probably the best help defender in the league, which is crazy, even better than like Gobert and some of those other guys. And his on-ball defense is solid as well, considering his arms stretch 90% of the court. So Kevin Durant, number three, could easily be number one. If he doesn't get back healthy, he can drop to like 10. very, Or if him and Kyrie is a mess, so kind of split the difference, put him at three with a, with a to-be-determined next to it. Number two, I have the freakiest of Greeks, Giannis. Two-time MVP, defense player of the year. Not a whole lot more to say about him that we didn't say last year coming into this. He's the best center that can dribble the ball and get assists, basically. He's Jokic with more athletic ability. It's freakish. He can drive and dunk on anybody. Drive, drive, Euro step slam. Drive, drive, spin move slam. He needs to get better free throws, undoubtedly, considering when you drive that much, you're going to get fouled. He doesn't need a great three-point shot, but he needs to be better than 1%. And he just needs that some sort of mid-range game, a teardrop, something besides, I'm super freakish. I jump over and slam on you without jumping. He just needs like, the devil.
1: Looks like MJ from Space Jam just reaching over basically,
0: everybody. yeah, basically, yeah, while getting fouled. And it's like, well, if you complete it, so you have a chance for a three point play, but oh, wait, it's still a two point play because you're free throws. Yeah. So, yes, if if he improves his game like he has another guy, like we'll see what he could do. But I can't put him in number one because the finals MVP and should have been the regular season MVP. I still got LeBron here, probably. He's basically played point guard with the Lakers. So you could. if we're going to classify him as a point guard, he's the best point guard in the game, even above Dame Lillard, Steph, and all those guys. You consider him the point forward like I kind of do. He's the best small forward in the game, point forward. Still probably the best passer in basketball, one or two. I mean, who else passes quite like him? Who has the vision that he does, the IQ? When he wants to, like in the bubble, when he knew he didn't have a, a long season ahead, he could still play defense. He could still stay in front of people. He could play free safety the few times he gets the opportunity to when Kyle Kuz is not pushing him to guard somebody. When he's locked in, he's still the best player in the game. I think there's just some it's kind of similar to Kawhi where sometimes he lapses and he doesn't play as hard as you want consistently. But he's the finals MVP, should have been the regular season MVP. I think he's going to have another 25 and 10 type of season, 25, 10 and 8. It's going to be an MVP conversation. I do think Anthony Davis can eclipse him this year as a quote unquote best player. If AD has like a 36 points per game season with 15 rebounds, like if AD does what we think AD can do, because we all know AD can do that. And especially with his acumen on defense. So we'll see if basically AD hits final form or if LeBron continues to stay in his final form, that's kind of how I'm breaking it down with how it's going to go.
1: All right. Fair enough. I respect it. I respect it. Um, I wish I was just giving you my number one right now, because you just made the perfect case for my number one, but We'll, we'll wait on that for a minute. Um, no, that's, that's a good choice. LeBron, obviously, consensus, all-time best player in our current generation. And so it makes sense that he's number one on the list going into the season. Um, but number five for me, KD, only reason he's here, he's inju- coming off injury. I, you don't know how a dude's going to do coming off of with the Achilles tear and then the knee and then everything else that happened to him. It, look, it's been a whole season since we've seen him. Um, Devin made a good point. I don't remember what he looks like in a jersey playing basketball. I just remember what Groot looks like, and that's that's basically the most comparison I have is just a moving stick, a walking stick figure. Um, but you know, we'll see. We'll see if KD is able to perform in that Steve Nash system with Kyrie, and then possibly James Harden as well. We'll see how that goes. He can shoot from any 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 platform, leaning left, for right, fading away. The dude just isn't, his shots unguardable. Uh, it helps when you're 6'10 and you have a 7 foot 12, you know, 7 foot 14 arm range. I know I'm being outlandish, but still.
0: Not really. Pretty dead on actually. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, speaking of long arms, you got the long arm of the law right here at number 4, Kawhi Leonard, the Claw. Yeah, you know, you, you're going to be you, you're going to be higher on my list, but you can't give up a 3-1 lead when you're the main person on this team. You need to do more. Stop deferring to playoff P. He's way off P as DJ put it. Um, absolutely terrible. I need more from him. He has a great opportunity to keep climbing higher on this list. But yeah, for right now, number four on my list. Yeah. So number three, obviously the Greek freak Giannis, honestly, I'd have him a lot higher, but this contract issue, whether he wants to resign, whether he's not going to resign, whether he's going to end up in Boston, whether he's going to end up somewhere on a sign and trade, look figure your contract out. We've never seen Giannis have to play with a contract issue above his head. So this is kind of crazy. This will be new territory for him. Um, It's a hard thing to do, and you see it all the time with athletes struggling. And if, you know, he does switch teams, well, how does that bode well? Budenholzer's done a great job of setting everything up for him right now. If he goes to Brad Stevens' team, well, will it be the same? Will it be worse? Will it be better? It's a whole new system to learn, so I don't know. There's too many many if, ands, or buts around this one to give him higher, but I really, really wanted to put him higher. So that brings me to my top two. Obviously, if you guys have been paying close attention, you realize I've left off two really huge names, um, both off the championship team Lakers last year, and that's LeBron at number two. And honestly, everything DJ said is right. Everything he said about LeBron being the best is correct. So for I see this more as a situation as D Wade and LeBron in Miami, where D Wade was that was his team that first year. They won they, you know they they made it made a run the championship. Yeah, they didn't win that championship, but the next year they handed off the torch to LeBron. And that became LeBron's team. So it's very much being the same case. LeBron will be be able to play a little bit more center field now, um, but it's going to be AD's team, and that's why to me, I have AD at number one. This is this is going to be his season. It's going to be his time to take the reins. It's his time to lead on defense. His time to lead on offense. And it'll give LeBron a chance to rest on defense. Yeah, I still get to play that center field role more, but also on offense, it'll allow LeBron to be the facilitator that he is. And he's so good at doing, I mean, honestly, second to none, um, you know, best point guard in the league if we were to give him a point guard role. So it's, yeah, I mean, it's it's just like that. I just, there's so many outstanding things for AD this coming up this season. I, I just don't see a way where he's not the best player coming into this league. Now, mind you, this is all contingent on them both staying healthy. Um, as long as they can both stay healthy, AD's back trouble will stay away. We can see what he does when he is healthy. It's absolutely otherworldly. Um, I just think back to the Olympics that, you know, after his re- rookie season, just joining that Olympic team and flying all over the place, defensively, offensively, just setting the tone um, for the team. And yeah, I mean, I-, I wouldn't be surprised if we see that same type of AD coming up.
0: Well, you talked a little bit about future MVP with Anthony Davis. I guess we have a little bit of time. We could talk about what we think are the awards will look like coming up this season. We talked, we just looked listed our top 15, but how many of them are going to walk away with some hardware? Devin, we'll start with you. Let's talk about what your MVP, Defense Player of the Year, Rookie of the Year, Most Improved Player, and Coach of the Year look like. Go and give us your list.
2: So I'm going to start with the easiest one um, and be a total homer. Uh, One of my favorite players, and the reason I'm a Wizards fan, is John Wall. I believe I haven't gotten to see the man play in like 18 months, 19 months, Um, and I believe he will be the most improved player not MVP or anything crazy. Uh, just
1: most improved. low hanging fruit, I like it
2: yeah. I was like I thought about putting him in MVP, but I was like, no. no. <laughs> um, Coach of the year. I feel like I say this every single time. I said it last year. Uh, I believe Brad Stevens is gonna get Coach of the year. yeah, he, he always he just always coaches a good team. like they're always he's always in that conversation. Um, and he's one of my favorite coaches to watch. If you ever watch him on the sidelines. Um, you can see him, even if like a game winning shot, he is stone cold face. Like he does not show emotion when he's coaching. Um, and I think it's just, just a testament to like how, like in the moment he is and how observant he is of the game. Um, rookie of the year uh, is only a rookie that I've ever, ever any lottery pick I've ever going to see in person. I went to a George Bulldogs game, watch Anthony Edwards play. He's a monster. Um, He's just just a monster what he can do. He's a monster playing for
1: Minnesota. So he's just a, so yeah, he's just a mean, small he, little <laughs>
2: pup. <laughs> but so I be out he's going to get in 5 years. <laughs> I think he's going to um kind of a little usurp of a lot of the scoring from D'Lo. Uh, I think it's going to be more Cat and Anthony Edwards. And I think Anthony Edwards is going to get rookie of the year. Um defensive player of the year, Stifle Tower. Um His ability to shut down the paint can't (laughs) Can't, really shut everything down. I mean, only player to ever stop. Yeah. As many players as he has just stopped them all from playing basketball. Uh, Last year, MVP, I said it was Luca this year. I'm going with a different European. I'm going to say, it's going to be the Joker. Uh, He will be the MVP this year um i believe that team will have enough wins to be in the conversation for an mvp and he will be the reason they're winning games off at, mile in high MVP. and defensing and the
0: defense okay mile high mvp i like it I, that's a good list that's a fun list all right so kelsey we're gonna break the order and i'm gonna have you go next because i want to hear what your list is after some of the strong cases you made at the end of your top five there
1: well i just think you didn't didn't have your list prepared or devin took all of your list picks I'm thinking that's yep. what we're breaking I that's I really want
0: to hear it because I think we, I think you made your MVP case already on your list. I want to hear if you follow through with it or if you have something else in mind,
1: you know, I'll, I'll get to that one in a minute, but starting at the bottom coach of the year, Brad Stevens. Yeah. Everything Devin just said is exactly right. Um, he's a genius playing on a kid's game as far as coaches around him. Um, absolute Einstein of the game. I help talk about basketball IQ just being way above and beyond everybody. Uh, the, what he's able to do is just outstanding. Uh, most approved player, um, actually got a sneaky one. We talked about the bubble last year, performances last year. Bam Adebayo came out of not really nowhere, but he definitely stepped up his game in the bubble. See a continuation of that, him doing even better this year. Now, rookie of the year, I kind of had the choice between a low-hanging fruit or a sneaky dark horse. And, of course, I chose a sneaky dark horse because why wouldn't I? So, Isaac Okoro, that's my option. Um, that's who I see doing it in Cleveland. Uh, he's a 3 and D player, which is incredibly perfect, really, for winning a rookie of the year. You kind of want a 3 and D player to be there. Um, and that's kind of a not a bad not a bad setup for winning a rookie of the year. You get points, you get play defense. Um, looks good on the stat line. Uh, defensive player of the year, I'm going AD. Uh, 100% it's got to be AD. And probably not such a surprise, MVP, yeah, you guessed it, AD. Uh, I was really down between two guys on this, Luka and AD, um you guys heard me say Luka was possibly an MVP, but really if AD is going to have the season, I'm kind of thinking he's going to have taking over the torch for LeBron. He's he's going to win the MVP. He's going to have a huge stat line. Um it might art, you know rival the unanimous of Steph Curry, but I do see him losing a couple votes here and there probably to LeBron of all people. Um but yeah, I just you know it's hard to hard to say like if AD is going to be the best player going in the league, yeah, of course he's going to win MVP and just with how good he is on defense and how much he's going to take the pressure off, of course he's going to win Defensive Player of the Year.
0: So you're thinking he's pulls he pulls the Giannis with MVP and Defensive Player of the Year.
1: I do. I think he's just he's going to play out of his mind. He's going to allow LeBron to take that step back like he did in Miami with D Wade and kind of be that free reign type defensive player and offensively. He can carry the load so LeBron can facilitate like he's so good at doing.
0: Okay, I see that. So you're all on that AD train, train this year.
1: Yeah, you know, I got to be. Unfortunately, it's going to hurt, hurt my Kings, but, you know, yeah, he's going to be a stud this year. So, DJ, what about you? What is your award, awards looking like?
0: So for Coach of the Year, I'm going to go with Tyron Lue. I think he's taking over for Doc Rivers on the Clippers. It's not that he's a better coach than Doc Rivers by any means, but I think just having a different voice in that locker room with a lot of people who it basically just got stagnant. And I think Coach Tyler is the type of guy who could be like, look here, Kawhi, you're done sitting for every damn game. Playoff, Paul, you're not hitting your outside shots. Just go dunk it. You blew out a candle while dunking it during a dunk contest. You're capable of getting a bucket that way. Quit making it hard on yourself. Kawhi, go lock that guy up and actually show some emotion. I think he's going to get, I think he could get underneath him kind of similar to what he did in Cleveland when he took over, took over there. He could just be the right guy for the right time for them. And I think they're coming for redemption and can be an easy 60 win team if they play through it. Most improved. I'm going with Deandre Ayton, the big man down in Phoenix who didn't really get a chance for a sophomore breakout because of the suspension. We talk about what Chris Paul going to there could mean for Devin Booker. Chris Paul is a center's dream. Basically, he had Tyson Chandler as an all-star. Clint Capello is an all-star. Steven Adams is an all-star. Everyone he plays with is an all-star. It's, he is Lob City. DeAndre Jorney turned into a meme superstar after he killed Brandon Knight with his elbow. So he's pretty much, the he is Lob City because he can make any center look good with his ability to pick, pop, roll, hit the mid-range. And teams are going to look at Devin Booker like, please don't let him go off for 50. And suddenly DeAndre Ayton's 7'2 self is going to hammer it down on top of their heads and terrify all humankind. So I could see DeAndre Ayton having an all-star breakout third year thanks to Chris Paul throwing it up to him. Rookie of the year, you kind of mentioned it, but I'm taking the low hanging fruit. I'm taking LaMelo Ball. I think he's going to, everyone kind of wants to give it to him because he is the box office rookie of the class because his dad is his dad, basically. I think in Charlotte, he's going to get the most opportunities for a team that has a somewhat decent shot to make the playoffs because of the, the East is pretty top heavy. And I mean, Gordon, him and Gordon Hayward, there's not a whole lot else to take shots from him, really. I mean, it's going to be those two kind of running the show. And I think LaMelo's, he's a really good prospect. He's not going to play any defense necessarily, but you don't win the award rookie of the year for your defense usually. So I can see him having a nice 17.7 assist, some type of really good rookie campaign, getting some easy assists, just issued to Gordon Hayward and watching him Gordon Hayward on people. So I think that could be a simple rookie of the year. Cause I don't know if any of the other guys are necessarily going to have a, the way this offseason has worked out and the way they're kind of almost jumping in. Cause the season starts in a couple weeks. They have not had much of an offseason. I think guys that, on other teams that will be more successful, won't have as many opportunities because it's just it's almost unfair to throw someone in that situation and have them carry the team. So I'm going to go with Lomelo for that one. And he has experience playing pro basketball overseas, so that's going to help him this year. Defense player of the year, this one was weird because it have so. I kind of wanted to pick Anthony Davis, but I couldn't get myself to do it. wanted to pick Rudy Gobert, couldn't get myself to do it. wanted to pick KY Jelly, but you have to play at least 50 games. So I went with Joel Embiid. I think Doc Rivers taking over that team. He's going to get them to play defense. That's kind of his trademark when he was with Boston and for the most part with the set when he was with the Clippers until games five, six, and seven against the Nuggets, but that's a whole different set of issues. I think he's going to get Joel Embiid. He's already a really good defender and has been in the contention for defense player of the year. I think the way Doc's going to have this team kind of reduced, we're going to see Embiid averaging like three blocks a game. I think he's going to be roaming. He's going to be locking people up. And in the East, he can give them – Basically, that force in the paint where it's like, okay, Giannis, you can run into the paint and try and dunk on us, but there's there's a giant tower of monster in there, and if he stays healthy, obviously it's if he stays healthy. His history shows otherwise, but I'm going to bank on him playing more games than Kawhi Leonard, so I'm going to go with Joel Embiid as more of a surprise defensive player of the year. MVP, this was tough because I wanted to pick AD as well because I kind of made the case for AD, but I don't think they're going to do it because, A, LeBron's going to take some votes away from him, kind of like Kevin Durant and Steph in Golden State. And B, I don't think the me- the media teams really loves LeBron. The voters love LeBron, which is kind of why I was surprised they didn't give him MVP last year. I can't see them actually giving his teammate MVP because that almost looks bad for LeBron, quote-unquote, on paper. So I'm going to say AD plays good enough for it, but they don't quite give it to him. This one's kind of a flyer pick, but I don't want to pick Luca as well because you guys already picked Luca. I want to say Dame Lillard actually goes off this season, gets them to about a fourth seed or so because they made – They brought back Carmelo, who really helped him. We we talked about him as a bubble MVP during his time. He can go off for 35 at any given second. Logo Lillard. I can see him having kind of like Steph's unanimous MVP season where he just can hit from anywhere. The difference is they're not going to win 73 games, obviously. They're going to be at best a fifth seed. But I can see see it going to him because Giannis fatigue and LeBron fatigue, and I don't know what we're getting with Kevin Durant. So it kind of leaves very few options. I don't think they're going to give it to James Harden because I don't know what's going on with James Harden. Is he going to be a rocket? Is he going to be a net? Is he going to be a free agent? Is he going to go overseas? I don't know what's going on there right now. So I'm that, going with that. I'm going to go with Lillard, averaging like a 33.8 a games, eight assists. I think he's going to carry this team and it's really good rotational players like Enos Cantor, some guys, Rodney Hood, guys like that around him. I think he's going to take a step back. Like, OK, CJ, you're my sidekick, but I'm I'm the alpha guy here. So I'm going to go with Damian Lillard, kind of just more or less because of fatigue of the other obvious choices, more or less. But I will say uh, my dark horse for that one, I kind of I have to look at Jamal Murray. I think what he did last year, coming off, and I think the Nuggets are going to be a top three seed too because they are a deep team. I think he there's going to be some there's going to be some stretches where you look at it, it's like oh he's the best player on the team, not Jokic, and then there'll be some stretches where it's like oh Jokic is the best player, but Jamal Murray is right there, kind of like what they did last year, especially in the playoffs. So. I kind of cheated and took two of them here, but it's fine because you did it on our top 10 all-time players list. So I'm going to go Jamal Murray, Damian Lillard, but I'm going to give the edge to Damian Lillard because he is the guy on the team. And I think if he gets him to a top four seed in the West with your next best player being CJ McCollum, who's really good, but it's not Anthony Davis and LeBron. It's not Kawhi and playoff Paul. It's not a, it's not really a dynamic duo. It's a superstar and a really good player. So yeah, Damian Lillard for the surprise MVP pick because, 2020 wasn't wild enough let's make 2021 wild too
1: exactly right uh but no that that you know that leads us to uh our next week's episode and anybody first of all anybody have anything last last minute to say before i send us off
0: nice of you to show luca his
2: respect
1: oh, Ah, yeah, yeah i'm sure he enjoys it I'm Sure, he cares he a lot about what good. i think devin what about you
2: oh nothing just excited for nba to begin soon
1: agreed well that does it for this week folks next week stay tuned we will give you the full season predictions who shits the bed who, who takes the lead who wins the west who wins the east who faces off in the playoffs so that does it for us this week guys uh, be sure to check out our fanatics.com link in our bio also Thursdays 2 p.m eastern time if you haven't learned by now we'll go live on Unhinged um, sports network unhingedsn.com. also anchor episodes can be found 2 p.m on fridays right there anchor just search us high low sports Until next time guys, see ya.